want to bring on Miss Natasha Poroskova. Natasha, welcome. So uh, we are so happy to have you with us today. How are you doing? And I will let you take it away. Thank you, Chris. And thank you everyone for being here. I let Chris know, uh, Kim, you were very, very difficult person to follow because your emotion was incredible. Everything you were sharing was, had me just in awe. My heart is racing and beating from the words that you were sharing. So I wanted to start by saying thank you to Kim and for everyone who has shared today or will share today. As Chris said, I'm Natasha Poroskova. I use she, her, hers pronouns. Uh, I am a woman. I am a cisgender woman. I am a Latin American woman. I grew up, um, my dad is Mexican, but that side of my identity really suppressed from his own background and not wanting to share that and felt that being Hispanic was to be less than. I am also part white, so I'm a mixed race, very much felt the being in the middle, not being white enough, not being Mexican enough. Um, I am a member of the LGBTQ community. I am very fortunate to have a partner who I love very much, and she and I are recently engaged. Uh, that's a little bit about who I am as a person. Um, and above all, I am a human being and I am an active ally. And so I care, I, both my profession is working in the diversity, equity, and inclusion field as a DEI manager. And so it's my job to help different communities and marginalized communities for a living, but it's also something that I was passionate about beforehand. And I've always felt that way. I joke that I never had anything going for me because I'm not a man and I'm not straight and I'm not white. And I wasn't, I grew up pretty low income despite all these things, I was afforded many opportunities that other people who had the similar identities that I did weren't afforded. And so I've always cared deeply about other people and specifically some of my skin in the game, you know, I'm a lover of humans and of people and of individuals. And one of my best and only and first friends here, I live in Boston now, um, is Sai, who is a 60, 70 year old, man from Cambodia and he brought so much love to me moving to a new city and he's certainly not my my only friend within the Asian American Pacific Islander community but specifically now with the hate being targeted especially with older individuals um, you know it makes me fear for him and worry and I care about him so deeply and he's the, one of the most kind individuals I've ever met and people shouldn't be slaughtered because of the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or what they believe in because we're all human. We all, our differences are what unite us and what bring us together. And it just breaks my heart, especially after the death of the six Asian women last week. I've just been in, in complete shock and disarray and dis, just not able to fully process what's been happening. And I'm happy to that, happy is probably not the right word, but I'm relieved to know that there's more light being shed on what's happening at this moment in time, but I'm certainly not, um, 
I wish it weren't happening, but I'm glad that Chris, that you're hope, holding space like this and that other people are becoming more aware. So I call for increased representation and increased voices in this space to continue to, to bring, bring energy and conversation and shed light around stopping Asian hate and standing with the Asian American community. And so as an active ally, I commit to this and I challenge all of you to commit to this as well. Uh, and thank you, Chris, for having me. Natasha, thank you again so much. And thank you so much for sharing your, sharing your story and, and the emotion that you're feeling as well as everything you're doing to stand with us as, uh, you know, for the Asian community. So thank you again so, so much for being here. And it was great talking to you as always. We'll talk to you soon. Yes.